Welcome, sweet people, to Rooted Podcast. My name is Danielle Parker, and I am so excited to journey with y'all. The mission here at Rooted is to encourage you incredible people to be grounded in God's word alongside authentic community. Let's jump right in. I'm so excited to introduce y'all Krista Dunn. She's actually been on an episode recently with us, but she is here as part of the Rooted team, and she is going to be helping us with the podcast, which is super exciting because she is so creative and just such a great person to interview um, people, and she's just so talented, so I'm super excited about it. Um, Thanks, Danny. It's so good to be here. I'm really excited for this episode and episodes to come, so yeah. Yeah, so today we're talking about social media, big hot topic, um, especially something that Krista and I have been talking about, praying about, thinking about these past few weeks, um, just anticipating that we'd hopefully do a little podcast episode over it, but also for personal reasons. Um, It's just something that we've had some really great conversations about, and we would love to share um, just our thoughts and what the Lord has been teaching us through it. So we'll hop right in. Yeah, for sure. Um, So we just want to start off with a little disclaimer that we're not going to tell you to delete your social media or to get it. We're not going to hate on it or give it the highest praise either. We're just here to talk about it. And our main goal is to point you to a life of presence and Christ following and just kind of ask ourselves, how can we best serve the Lord and love others through social media, which is a major presence in our culture. We can't deny it. It's there. Um, even if you choose to engage with it or not, like it's going to affect your life in some way. So as believers, how can we best use that platform is what we're here to talk about today. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So <laughs> Danny, you want to get us started off and just kind of talk about what social media is and how um, it affects our culture? Yeah, absolutely. Um, as you were saying, like it has a major presence in our life and something that I was trying to understand as I was researching the effect social media had on people's lives um, just all across the world. I kept, sorry, excuse me. Um, I kept seeing the same number over and over again on every single website. And it was the average amount of time spent on social media per day. And it was two hours and 22 minutes. And that just blew me away. That is a lot of time, a big chunk of our day. And so I would just love to start us off with, that in mind and with everything that we're about to talk about just start us off with scripture and set our hearts in the right place first corinthians um 10 23 through 24 says i have the right to do anything you say but not everything is beneficial i have the right to do anything but not everything is constructive no one should seek their own good but the good of others and so i think that is just such a beautiful reminder that everything here on earth we are open to and we can do it, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's beneficial or constructive to our walk with the Lord. And above all else, like we should be seeking the good of others and not building up our pride and building up ourselves. And then another verse I would just love to start us off with, which most of y'all have probably heard is Philippians 4, 8 through 9. It says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, worthy, think about such things. Whatever you've learned or received or heard from me or seen in me put into practice and the God of peace will be with you. And so I think that's just a beautiful reminder that we are to seek out 
things that are noble and right and pure and lovely and admirable and things that are praiseworthy, um, just as believers, but also as people wanting to follow the Lord, these are the things that we should desire. And so keeping that in mind, like, is Instagram a platform for you personally where you can seek these things? And so I would just love to start off with the point that our phones desperately want our attention. Krista and I have been, or Krista, you finished the book. I'm still in the middle of it, but we've been reading this book called The Common Rule, and it is so, so good. And he talks a lot about the power our phone, like our phones have over our life. And I love how he phrased this. I know it's so simple, but he said, our life is defined by what we pay attention to. And that really hit me um, a few weeks ago when I read that, read that, I was like, wow, what am I paying attention to? And that was my phone. And I knew I needed to make some changes in my life. And so if our phone has our gaze, it means it has our attention. And if it has our attention, it means it has our love. And our phones do not deserve our love. What deserves our love? Christ deserves our love. Our friends deserve our love. Our family deserves our love. And so we're just going to hop into like, what should we do about it? And so Krista, I would love to ask you kind of just something that you've been wrestling with too in your walk with social media and walk with the Lord is when is an appropriate time to use Instagram, social media, um, TikTok, XYZ, Snapchat? Yeah. Um, So definitely not the, not the appropriate time to use social media is when you're in the presence of other people. Um, being on social media or even like in on your phone in general when you're supposed to be spending time with others is it divides your attention and you may think that you're in a mul- like you're in multiple places at one time like you can be with these people but then also texting this other person or like looking on social media about what these other people are doing and but like really your mind can't be in all those places at one time like you're you're not where you are when you're looking at your phone so when you're looking at your phone in the presence of other people, what you're telling those other people is like, what's important than you? And that's really hurtful to other people. And some people may not mind it, but like, I guarantee you, a majority of people do mind it. And that's kind of like what me and my friends at home have kind of been talking about. And like, especially like me and my sister, like, I know that she especially just does not like it when people are on their phones, as most people do not. So I knew that like, when I'm her I need to give her my respect and my attention like that's how I can best love her so yeah so when to use social media is definitely not when you're with other people so maybe if you choose to use social media you mark out some time in your day just like a little bit of time as a lot of time on social media is definitely not healthy but when you're alone in your room like that's the time to use it but not when you're spending time with other people for sure yeah I would just mention on that such a good point that whenever I'm with people and my phone is turned up and you see a notification on your phone even if you don't check it I feel like it just divides my heart and my attention towards the person like not even checking it just seeing a notification just gets my mind wondering of like oh I wonder who that is I wonder what they're saying is it important is it crucial Um, which is just so crazy that our phones really really have this grip on us so Mm-hmm. so interesting um so as we continue Krista another question of who should we be engaging with who is important like who are the people that are important when we're engaging with social media what does that look like um 
I know we've had conversations about this as well. Yeah, so, well, first off, who you follow on social media matters. Like, a lot of people, like, you might not think it does, but it really does. Who you follow matters. And I think a lot of time, like, we say, like, oh, social media has just ruined us or ruined society or whatever. But in reality, like, we have a lot of control over social media. I mean, I'm a social media expert, and there are some things that are, (laughs) um, like, maybe are out of control, like, what comes up on your explore page for like for example but for the most part we control our social media like it's not something if we let it it's not something that can control us like we Mm -hmm. can choose who we follow we choose what we put out there we choose what we post like if following a certain person makes you to comparison or gossip or lustful thinking or whatever it is like you have the power to unfollow them it's as simple mm-hmm. as that. Like, you can put in front of your eyes what you want on social media. I think we forget that a lot. And I think if one way that we can, you know, use social media better is just to kind of go through, take some time today to go through your following on whatever app it is and just kind of go through and see, like, oh, why do I follow them? Like, what are they? Is it encouraging mm-hmm. to me? You know, like, what, why do I follow them? I think that's a good question to ask yourself. Yeah, especially I've been noticing, this is so random, but I just realized that I've been noticing that even like following clothing brands or like boutiques on Instagram, like gears my heart to more and more materialism, which I think is so interesting. Like even like just following shops and boutiques and um, name brands, like it inclines our heart to materialism and following certain people inclines our hearts to Um, other things and so I find that very interesting that's a really good point yeah and it may not be person or brand or platform is posting it's necessarily bad but you just have to know yourself like if that's going to make you slip into materialism then or whatever it is then you know give them an unfollow like we have so much control over what we can put in front of our eyes so that's really important yeah for sure okay so Danny, now I want to ask you um, a really big question, and that is why we use social media. I think that's something we should be asking ourselves constantly to really just like reassess our motives and our purposes behind social media. So why do we use it? Why do you use it? Like what are some good reasons why we should use it? Just kind of all of that. Get us started. Yeah, <laughs> I think this is a big <laughs> one for me for sure. Um, and something I've been struggling this semester with. Um, But something I found very interesting, and I took a relational communications class this past semester, and we had a chapter that mentioned a lot about social media and social media use, and there are three different types of social media users, and I found this just so interesting. There's broadcasters, and these people, they send a lot of messages, they post a lot, they don't really interact with others on social media, kind of think of influencers, but also I think there are people out there I think for me especially I think I definitely was a broadcaster I didn't really hop on Instagram to look at other people but more as to post Um, and then there's interactors who use social media to connect with friends and to establish these close relationships and then which are I would say is the predominant motivation for most kids our age most girls our age wouldn't you say Krista I I feel like you would probably identify yourself as an interactor right I don't know yeah for sure I mean maybe lately I've kind of been more of a broadcaster because I've really only hopped on to post a couple things but like 
if I'm talking about like just normally, yeah, I yeah. would say I'm an interactor. Most people I know are. So yeah, yeah for sure. And then um, thirdly are spies, which can essentially be um, a stalker. And I know that <laughs> these people that are listening to this podcast are probably not stalkers. And we're not talking about like, oh, let me go stalk this cute boy on Instagram. It's like, <laughs> oh, I'm a stalker. Like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I was thinking about it. I was like, this is so interesting. Um, broadcasters and anders, um, like these broadcasters are hopping on Instagram to or whatever social media platform it is. I typically only use Instagram, so that's why I mention it. But like say they're using Instagram, they hop on Instagram to post photos about themselves and post photos for themselves and then um, post photos so people can see themselves. And then we see these interactors hopping on Instagram to connect with people and to feel good about themselves and to establish these relationships. And the if you boil it down, both people, both types of people are appealing to a selfish motivation when approaching social media. And I kind of had this realization last night. I was talking to Krista about it again, and I could be totally wrong, but it feels like social media is just like these little apps on our phones to build up our personal pride. And when we hop on it and we see our friends doing something without us, it breaks down our pride and we want to build up our pride. We want to get those likes. We want to get those followers. And there are very um, few people when we interact on social media that, don't look at those numbers and don't look at who's following them and who's liking and how many comments you get and comparing that. It's just this whole pride game. And I think it's just funny because the Lord detests pride. If you go to Proverbs, especially the beginning of Proverbs over and over and over again, you will see the Lord detests pride and he values the humble. And so I just thought it was very, very interesting. Chris, I think you had, you were talking about something um off of this earlier yes so (laughs) earlier we were talking about how social media is just like the most self-gratifying thing out there like it's really most like there are very few people who don't use it and don't get like are not motivated by the pride factor so I was telling Danny I was like this is why I like my own photos and I know this is like such a or at least it used to be like such a social media taboo like don't like your own stuff the whole purpose is so like other people will like it but I'm like hey, like, I'm posting this picture, like, whatever it is, to, like, show people that, like, it's just so selfishly motivated that I'm, like, I think it should be okay that I like my own photo. Like, I just think that's kind of hilarious. Like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So, I like my own photos. (laughs) That's why. And then it just just proves, like, how, like, I'm just as guilty of it as anyone else. Like, how just prideful social media is and how we really just use it to puff ourselves yeah. up self-absorbed just um, a good word too. yes it's really hard not to use it like that so yeah, yeah. for sure um yeah another thing I would say just off of this why question um just something that I struggle with too is our motivations behind why we use it and if that's to seek approval be trendy granola artsy to be creative or to evangelize like these are all, I mean, besides the seek approval, like these aren't necessarily bad motivations, but it's when we get into this mindset of 
social media is the only way possible to accomplish these fun, good, and beautiful things. That was the mindset that I was in these past few years. I would tell people, well, I only use Instagram to be creative and to share the hope that I have in Christ. And those aren't bad reasons, but are those really my only reasons is something that I had to ask myself and that the answer to that was no. I mean, I definitely was seeking approval in some shape and form. Um, but I was getting this mindset that I could only be creative through Instagram and I could only post my, um, photos and my travel stuff through Instagram. And the only way I could be a good believer was to post on Instagram. And that is so far from the truth. And I think as a person coming from a position of constantly wanting to share the hope and the goodness of the Lord through Instagram, I realized, um, honestly, just the other day of why, like, why are we posting these things on Instagram to bring people closer to the Lord? Is it really accomplishing anything? And the answer to that is probably yes, but at the same time, is that my real motivation? And then secondly, um, Oh gosh, I'm blanking. Krista, what we were talking about? <laughs> we were talking about this too. We were talking about all of it. Um, I just, yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> we were just saying that, like, there are some good motivations to social media. Like, it's not all bad. Like, I've seen encouraging things on social media that I'm like, wow, that's like really interesting. Or even not even so much like Christian or scripture things. Like, I can look at something on Instagram and be like, wow, that's so beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. that photo that, this photographer took is amazing like oh this brand is like super cool I love how they're like marketing on social media like this and stuff like that like I think we can admire things on social media and I think we can evangelize and share scripture and encourage but like these shouldn't be our only methods like just like you were saying and then we also need to make sure that we're having we have real authentic sources of these things Mm like you know like actual real relationships which I think most people have like some people really do like feel only connected through social media and that's not a good thing obviously and um real sources of encouragement like make sure that Instagram or Twitter or whatever it is is not your only source of scripture like we need to be actually engaging in the scriptures or you know um and our pastor has talked about this at our church in Winston but like making sure that we don't boil down like our walk with the lord and our christianity is just like content consumption like Mm -hmm. not just you know using social media to like watch sermons or clips of sermons or whatever it is and just kind of consuming consuming but like making sure like it's important that we're a part of a local church or in community and stuff like that to serve and um build relationships with other people so yeah yeah um thank you for (laughs) (laughs) Saving me there. Um, No, that's really good. I think it kind of came back to me, but just the whole point of like Instagram and all these social media platforms, we're not with people one on one. And so, kind of going back to the evangel, like evangelizing through Instagram, like if that's your only means of sharing the hope of Christ, like. How are you actually engaging with real people? And I think I've realized, especially being on a college campus, that having one-on-one conversations with people is so crucial because you get a response from them. And on Instagram, you don't get that. You post um, just this incredible hope and truth from the Lord, 
but you're hiding behind your phone. And so you're not actually engaging one-on-one with a real person and seeing their actual response and being able to follow up with more questions and being able to follow them up with more scripture. And I just think that's so important that we have those one-on-one interactions and have those in person because there's so much more depth there than just putting some words out there on social media and someone's like, oh yeah, whatever. I don't know if that makes any sense. I'm not saying it's bad to post the hope and goodness of the Lord because I still do that and I love it. Um, But it should not be our only means of evangelizing and sharing truth from God's word. Um, I don't know if you agree or disagree with that. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. And I think it's important for people to not only like hear about the Lord in scripture, but to also like see it in our lives, see how it's Mm -hmm. changed us. And they can't really do that through a phone screen. Like it's important to be meeting people and like finding intentional, like purposeful ways of meeting people. And maybe that looks like sharing something with someone on Instagram, but then being like, Hey, we should really like hang out and talk about this sometime or something like, you know, taking it off the screen is really important. Yeah, for sure. Um, Before we get into, I just had a quick thought, but before we get into the how of how can we better use our social media platforms to glorify the Lord, um, I thought it'd be interesting that we just quickly share what we're doing with social media. Like, what is that looking like for us? Because we're kind of in a similar position and we're a little more aggressive on the side of not using it. Um, but I thought it'd be cool if we could just share our hearts behind it really quick. Just in where yeah. we're coming from. Yeah. So I'll give a little background of like my social media like journey, I guess. I don't really know <laughs> what to call it. But um, it's like in middle school, I was thoroughly early middle school, like early high, high school, thoroughly like obsessed with social media, like all into how many likes I was getting all into the followers. Like I was pretty wrapped up in it. And, like, spending a lot of time on it and, like, seeing what other people were doing. And I would get really hurt if I saw that people were hanging out without me. And it just was really a cause of a lot of anxiety in my life, a lot of hurt. Um, But then, like, as kind of time went on, and honestly, as I strengthened my walk with the Lord, like, I became a little bit, like, more, like, less, you know, obsessed with it and kind of more secure, like, because then I knew that, like, my value, my worth was in the Lord and nothing else, so... It didn't really, it still affected me, but, like, not as much, I would say. But then, like, recently, within the past two months, um, really after reading The Common Rule, which I highly recommend everyone go read it, um, <laughs> I was more like, I really, like, what am I, what am, like, why am I doing social media? Like, I'm spending way too much time on it. It's really robbing my affections for the Lord, robbing my affections for other people, and I don't know, I was just kind of thinking I was spending too much time on it. I was like, it's distracting me from schoolwork but then also other people and so I decided like lately I've really not been on it that much I have posted a few things I've posted like for birthdays and posted like one other picture I think but I honestly have not like scrolled like every day in a few weeks so really proud of myself for that but yeah it's awesome yeah I haven't been yeah I really haven't scrolled through it like normal in a while so that's kind of where I'm at with social media. Yeah. I love this. This is like a little social media testimony. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So for me, um, I had social media, but like on my mom's phone in middle school. And then once I got to high school, I my family 
went on a trip and I started taking pictures and that's kind of when I realized that I love taking pictures and I love kind of being creative and so I started implementing that into my own social media and just loved it I loved just being able to be creative with a camera and then also with how it looks on a social media page and um that was just kind of the start of my creativity with it and then sophomore year I think the Lord really transformed my heart into an incredible place with him and I knew I wanted to use my Instagram to just promote his glory and his fame and I mean, I'm not going to say I was perfect by any means. I definitely had some selfish motivations behind it, for sure. Um, but that's kind of when the two kind of came together with sophomore year, me trying to be creative, but also use it as a great platform to share what I believe in the hope that I have in Christ. And I kind of had a little bit of a, not breakdown, but a little revelation. What was it, two months ago, a month ago? I don't know. Kind of yeah, the same time. Maybe- yeah. I think it was the same uh, time. Yeah, like a month yeah. ago. Yeah. Because I, I don't know. I just realized that all the reasons why I kept, like, throughout the summer, I kept ranting to my friend Skylar. Oh, my gosh. I hate social media. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> but then I would, like, still use it. And so I kind of came to this realization of, like, why am I still on it? And I decided, you know what? I'm going to go a week without it. And I did. And I loved it. And I kept it off of my phone. And I still have it off of my phone. And I look at it on my laptop occasionally, like once every two days, once every three days to check my messages. Um, but if I want to post something, I kind of had, I guess when I was back on campus, I kind of had a rule for myself. And Krista and Maggie and my sweet friends, they held me accountable. And like, I wouldn't download it unless it was a weekend. I had like a specific time. <laughs> and so that was really good um, kind of thing for me to just realize like oh I do not need it and if I need to post something that's that important to me then it can wait until Friday and Saturday and that will be the true test of like is it really that important and so now that I'm home I've been posting a little more but I still have it off my phone and it has been such a blessing because once you get on (laughs) you get on Instagram on your computer it's not as satisfying and you just scroll for like two seconds you're like ah you know what it's honestly like overwhelming too like my feeling after kind of being off of it for the most part was just kind of like, I feel like a weight was off my shoulders. I was like, wow, that's uh-huh. like one less thing in my life I have to concern myself with. Yeah. Like, it felt really great. No, I feel so gross whenever I download it. I'm like, oh, you get the for me. Um, yeah, so that's where we're at. Just wanted to give y'all a little heads up. I don't know. But anyways, yeah. we're going to jump into the how of how can we approach social media um and what does that look like and so Krista do you want to kind of start that off for us yeah so I think one practical method would be setting time limits um I don't have this on my apps but I'm pretty sure there's like a way on your phone you can like set time limits for yourself on certain apps I think you can even like use a passcode because I remember like junior year like me and my friends we would like make one person have our passcode so like we couldn't log on if even if we wanted to like we were trying to do a little fast so I think you can do that that would be a really good practical method of like how to like use it how to like limit your time on it and then um kind of like what Danny was saying she does is only checking your messages or looking at it on your laptop because it's honestly like not as satisfying so you're not gonna want to you're not gonna be tempted to scroll um yeah, so, Danny, you have any further insights on how we should use it? <laughs> <laughs> <Do I? laughs> 
Um, I know you do. <laughs> um, yeah. So as I was, we were talking about this, I just remember like thinking back to all the sermons that I heard about social media in middle school and high school. Um, they weren't bad, but I just remember like not like walking away from them and hating it because it always left me in control. And I mean, we're always in control of what we choose, of course, but they'd always leave us saying like, Hey, here are the facts, but you do whatever you want to do or think is best for your walk with the Lord. And I mean, we did give you all this disclaimer at the beginning that we're not saying it's bad and we're not saying it's good um, either or. And we definitely probably leaned a little (laughs) (laughs) like not loving it and we apologize for that and we want we want to make sure that y'all know that like we're coming from a place of if you have it we are not condemning you or shaming you like that is okay as long as you're using it in a healthy way um but anyways I always hated listening to those sermons because like here's the one thing like we as humans do not know what is best and why is that because we are human and we are sinful and I just think it's so ironic that people are like, oh, like, do whatever you want to do. Well, no, like, we need to check our hearts and check it with the Lord and check it with others. Um, I think it's so cool. We're going through a Bible study right now um, as friends, and I love, like, they just mentioned First Peter 5, 8, and it says, be alert of, and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. And that is so true. Like we are human, we are sinful, but there's also an enemy out there trying to get us and try to hurt us. And we are at war with him and he will use any means necessary, including social media to deter us from falling in love with the Lord and from fully following our Lord. Um, And I think that's so important to realize that the enemy will be using social media as a platform to deter us from him and he will use other things in our life he will take the good things and turn them bad and so we need to recognize that and so um here's just kind of how we'll wrap it up is with a challenge to take inventory of our social media life and to ask ourselves these key questions um i'm just gonna kind of ask you all a bunch of questions and they're gonna be convicting and they're gonna be hard and hopefully you can have a heart, like your posture towards social media is just so beautiful and so graceful. Um, But I know mine hasn't, and I know a lot of people's aren't. And so we need to ask the hard questions. And so is social media bringing you closer to the Lord? When you're on it and when you're with friends, well, not when you're on it, but when you're with friends, are you taking pictures um, just because and for the memories and because you love taking pictures or Are you taking them with the intent of wanting to curate or post something cute? That's something that I was guilty of all the time. I was in the mode of taking pictures for the intent of my perfect Instagram. And I realized that the day I deleted my Instagram about a month ago, I saw these beautiful leaves on the floor (laughs) um, walking around (laughs) campus because, you know, they have a fall in North Carolina. That's great. Um, And I took a picture of them. I was like, oh, I'm going to post these. And I was like, wait, I don't have Instagram and be like, why do, why did I take a picture of these? Why did I think it was beautiful? Did I think they were beautiful because I thought the world would think it was beautiful? I don't know. Just something to think about. Um, how, how do you feel? I think this is crucial. Like, how do you feel after leaving social media or social media platform? Do you feel torn down or do you feel built up in the Lord? 
Um, and then does your social media presence encourage you to lean into God's goodness more than before? Or does it deter you from him? And then lastly, is your social media distracting you from being fully present with God, with your family, and with your friends? Because this world is all about being present with the people in your life. And are you going to be present with them on a phone or are you going to be present with them in person, giving them your full attention? And so I think it's really interesting. Um, in Jeremiah, um, we see Israel kind of being deterred from the Lord. In Jeremiah 2, 13, it says, My people, the Lord is talking about Israel, my people have committed two sins. They have forsaken me, the spring of living water, and have dug their own cisterns, broken cisterns that cannot hold water. And so I think it's so, so interesting that they have forsaken the Lord and they dug their own cisterns. Um, We see here that digging your own cisterns, these broken cisterns, if they're broken and they can't hold water, it means that they're never, ever being satisfied. And so it's just a beautiful reminder that the things in our life in this world, especially social media, will never be able to truly satisfy us besides fully knowing Christ and fully following him. Fully knowing Christ is the most satisfying and beautiful thing that we could ever ask for and hope for. Um, so anyways, these questions are not to make y'all feel guilty or shamed or um, force you on to deleting social media. Um, we're being so honest about that. Um, but they are to help you understand just the power and the grip social media has on your life. So just a final question is, do you and Christ have the power and grip over your social media or does social media have the power and grip over you in your walk with the Lord? Um, because I think those are two questions and you need to find that distinction of, do you have the power over social media or does it have the power over you? And so, yeah. Sorry, that was kind of a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was good stuff. Um, so much truth. Um, so I think lastly, we just want to leave you guys with some scripture. We started off with scripture, so it would be just right to end it with some scripture. We're gonna. I'm going to read Philippians 4, 8 through 9. It says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. Wow, such a beautiful verse and just a great reminder that whatever it is in life, social media or anything else, um, we should be dwelling on what is true and noble and right and of the Lord. So a great reminder. Absolutely. Thanks so much for listening to Rooted Podcast. We are so thankful and blessed by you people. We are praying for you and hope that you have a blessed and incredible day.